episode 59, February 2015. In this episode, Stephen Cook, creative director and partner at Aiden Spiegelmann, talks about Aiden Spiegelmann and how it's like to work there, as well as growing the company, various locations they operate out of, and their philosophy towards hierarchy. As a partner, you are more than just biased, of course, but how is it like to work at Aiden Spiegelmann? Um, I think it's Aiden Spiegelman is a let's say highly open place to work at you have a lot of possibilities to shape where you want to go Um, so the amount of creativity that you put in your career path is is fantastic and we have this this sort of flat, like I said, hierarchy to give people the involvement in projects at no matter what level you are. Um, even interns go to our workshops and interact with the clients and engage the clients. So we give people a lot of opportunity. Um, I also feel that our creativity as an agency is, is very high. There's always room for improvement, I believe. <laughs> There's always room to be more creative and to be more curious and to step out, but that also depends upon which client. I always, I always believe certain clients, you know, hold the reins creatively, and some clients do not. That's that's sort of a given. But I would say we're a very open and creative environment with a lot of possibilities to shape your own direction and future. And that's what I truly appreciate about one being a partner, but also me being as a creative person is that there's opportunities to discover things new and there's opportunities to do things differently that you may not have at any other agency and that's something that I've noticed is that you have these chances that is also probably gonna be the only way to attract super talent right especially if you compete with companies in the US absolutely you're that's a very that's very true there's a lot of agencies that have maybe bigger names or more recognition than us. So to attract them, having this type of culture, uh, this open creative culture, is very interesting to people. Especially now because agencies, are, from my take, are not even just competing with other agencies. They're competing with um, new businesses or startups, um, other businesses that want to have in-house design teams or in-house development teams or whatever it might be. So you're competing against a larger field than, than just the sort of agency world. Edenspiekermann operates in a couple of countries. Yes. Can you talk about growing the company and a few important things you guys learned along the way? I think we've tried to grow organically. And what does that mean? So we try to be intelligent about how we grow in the sense that we still want to have the right clients with the right topics. And we don't want to... St- to grow our agency in the sense of just only to fill demand. Um, we want to grow where we see that there's sort of a sustainable future. That, as, as we know, that obviously the digital space is driving our business. Where is this going and how can we sort of put ourselves at a start to be able to adapt to that as that moves? So we try to think in the sense of like where are we at today and what what can we be in four or five years and not just trying to staff up on something just because we think this this is wanted now but to think 
in a future sense. And so that's why we say we've, we're trying to grow organically, if that makes sense. Our other locations, they are growing the same. So um, uh, Singapore will be opening its doors in February. And exactly when in February, I'm not 100% sure, but, but Edo, uh, one of the partners, the originally founding partners, is moving to Singapore. He's leaving Amsterdam. Today is his last day, and we wish him the best. And I think he has a great chance to really succeed in Singapore um, and bring the experience and the quality of what Aiden Shrikaman has as different locations, but as, as a whole, to uh, a new area. And that's also part of our growth. That is a great idea. Singapore is not really the, maybe the first logical choice, but it totally makes sense. Yeah, I believe so. I think it's a smart decision from, from Edo to do this. It's a, it's a new chapter for him too as well, and, and I wish him the best on it. I think it's going to be a great, uh, a great and exciting adventure for him, as for us as well. You know, we're, We'd like to see how it, it moves forward because Asia is a market that um, we really haven't had any presence in, and I think it's, there's potential. What can you tell us about the other locations of H. Spiekermann? The number of people, specializations, stuff like that. The, let's start with Berlin. We just sat and talked about it today. There's around, let's say, 77 people. That's, that's, that's with freelancers. That's with uh, administration, bookkeeping, people and talent. So that's about what we have here. There is... From the design and, and development and sort of this, this classical, what we do is our business, there's 60 people. And then in Amsterdam, I believe the last number I heard is approximately 30. And that's with also with um, administration, etc. Their competencies are you know, classic uh, visual design or, or graphic design or brand design. Uh, they have a very strong service design Uh, focus. Uh, they've done very successful projects in the Netherlands, one for NS Pro Rail, uh, which is a, a fantastic project for the uh, train stations, the, when the trains come in and out. And so they have a very strong sort of service and product development um, uh, focus. And San Francisco is very much a startup, um, very much in the get-go. And they are, I believe, three people now. Um, and they're focused on brand identity uh, and yeah, visual communications. And Singapore, as I said, is just getting going. And that in Stuttgart, we just basically have a, a work office or um, a place where we meet our clients because we have a lot of clients in southern Germany that like to have sort of a middle location between Berlin and uh, southern parts of Germany. Do you have something like company summits, the way GitHub does it, where once in a year everybody comes together from all those locations to kind of get to know each other and stuff? Not really officially like every year, but we've had times where when we launched, for example, when we launched or we moved into our new office in Berlin, the Amsterdam colleagues came to us. Uh, the partners meet regularly two times a year, but I think in the future it's important that we, we start to have a bit more of, of these sort of, like you just said, these summits where the teams from all over come together and exchange and, and, and get more of a dialogue with one another so they understand what the others are doing and maybe exchange new techniques, new ideas, um, new approaches. And I think that's good. 
do people often flow in and out between different Eden Spiegelman locations and work at different offices in other countries? More and more. Before, maybe not so much. Maybe here and there, a team member from Berlin would go to Amsterdam or Amsterdam would come to Berlin. But I would say in the last year, we've had a higher exchange rate between those two offices. As I said, the other offices are just starting. But, well, I mean, let me take that back because actually... There's some things that we've been doing with San Francisco in the past. And I personally, I was working with uh, Sue, who is the CEO of, of our San Francisco office. I worked with her on a couple projects from here in Berlin, and she came over here and went back and forth. So there's definitely more of a connection. But in Amsterdam, that has been really, in the last year, a bit flourishing. Uh, we're, we're starting to do much more cross-office projects. Like like now, we're working on one. I can't mention the name of the client, but we're but we're working on a cross office project. So, if um, the project would allow that, one could say, well, um, I would like I'm living in Berlin or Stuttgart or whatever, and then I would like to spend the next three or six months in San Francisco or in in Amsterdam and come back after that. That that would be ideal. We're not quite to that point yet, but I could I can imagine that possibly happening. That would be cool because with remote like organized companies that is I think pretty straightforward and I guess to really talented people who have lots of options like designers and developers in this industry this is definitely a big plus I would I agree with you I've noticed it more and more I've seen a lot more agencies doing that an acquaintance of mine works uh, or was working for Wolf Ollens and was in London for a while and then was in, in New York so this is something I don't know if it was the same type of format, but it was nice to see that this person would go inter-office exchange and, and go back and forth. What's your philosophy as a company towards hierarchy at Aiden Spiegelman? The less hierarchy, the better. <laughs> Our philosophy is about, and it might sound cliche, but multidisciplinary teams. And that, of course, there's, there's project leads and creative leads because there has to be a face to a client. You know, a client, a client expects a lot of times a particular person or a particular two people that talk about the money and talk about the, the vision of the project or the product or whatever we're doing, they expect certain people steering and through experience or, or through knowledge these projects. But within the organization itself, within Eden Spiegelmann, we all kind of work together as a team. Some people have more specialties than others, but we try to foster this sort of this interdisciplinary exchange. And that doesn't necessarily correlate to hierarchy in the sense. Like I said, if I know examples that were I've done workshops and in the workshop I had, I didn't necessarily directly tell the client, but I said, this is our design designer or designer woman, design man or design woman, and they were uh, interns. But I didn't say that because I don't want to make them feel like, okay, this person doesn't have information or knowledge or experience that they cannot contribute. This person can contribute. And I've had them participate in, in the workshops um, as, as a designer. And this is also, as a philosophy, I think it empowers people to feel part of it, no matter what to what dimension they contribute. And that empowerment exactly is about the growth that they learn and what they learn through this process. Because um, every person has something that they can bring to the table, whether it's a large portion or a small portion, but these portions are all valuable in the overall 
team as well as the overall project. And that's important. And that's how we see hierarchy. It's everyone can contribute and everyone can participate. So I guess it also means that if an employee wants to have five minutes with Eric, he just walks up to his office, knocks on his door and says hello? Eric doesn't have an office, but he would go and talk to Eric. <laughs> Eric sits along. He sits like with the, all the other partners uh, in, in the mix with everyone else. After or before Mark Zuckerberg? Uh, good question. Um, I've never worked for Mark Zuckerberg, so I don't really know. <laughs> no, but I mean, he made that famous, right? Not having an office and sitting between his developers. I would guess today it's totally different because the no. company is getting so big. But Then I would say, I would say before. Eric's a little bit Eric's a little bit older than Mark, so I, I think Eric has been doing it a little bit longer than Mark. Mm -hmm.